Welcome back, people of God, to this week's episode number four, where we continue talking about it's all about relationships. And why are we talking about it? Because it's taboo. The, t- the church isn't talking about the problems within the church. And very few are talking about the solutions or the problems in the world. So here we are addressing our issues that we have in relationships. And on the last episode, and on every other episode thus far, I've always said over and over again that any relationship that you try to build without being built on Christ the solid rock, it will ultimately fail. And as it relates to the church as a whole, Revelation chapter 2 verses 12 through 17 describes the churches, the seven churches of Asia. It describes their relationship as it relates to God. John the Revelator wrote this uh, chapter while he was in exile on the Isle of Patmos. But all of these churches he wrote about, they all had a form of godliness, a form of godliness. But again, God had issues with them. There, there was some type of sin or compromise in their walk so that God or Christ couldn't put their stamp of approval on it. But before we go any further, did you know that the word Philadelphia means brotherly love? And the word Laodicea, as it relates to the church, means lukewarm. Thyatira, in the book of Revelations chapter two, represents the corrupt church. The church of Sardis represents the dead church. The church called Pergamos is known as the seat of Satan. That's the church of compromise. Can we not see that in the world today? The church of Smyrna is the persecuted church. And oh my, oh my, around the globe, are we not witnessing with our very eyes the persecuted church? Ephesus is the loveless church. Around the globe, do we not see people who talk about God but have no love? It is only the church of Philadelphia that has the ultimate approval and stamp of God and has the key of David that allows them access into the New Jerusalem. I want to take this just a brief moment to read to you uh, the qualities of this church. And I'll be reading out of Revelation chapter 3, verses 7 through 10. Revelation 3, starting with verse 7, says, 
and to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write, These things say he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts, and shuts and no one opens. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength, have kept my word, and have not denied my name. Indeed, I will make those of, sy- of the synagogue of Satan, look at that, Satan got his own church, who say they are Jews and are not, but lie. Indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet and to know that I have loved you because you have kept my command to persevere. I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. So you see, the qualities that this church, Philadelphia, they had a little strength, they were holy, they were faithful, they were true, they persevered, they hadn't denied the name of Christ. And what did he say he would do as a result? He would make those who are liars, who say they are Jews and are not come and worship before their feet. And he said he would keep this church from the hour of temptation that will come upon all the world to try them. Now, let's go a little further into this subject. Now that we've touched on the subject of relationships as as the church is concerned, their relationship with God, let's talk about us individually as a people of God. There are two types of people that represent God. You have one that is called the bride, the other is the harlot. The bride are those who are living holy, persevering, worshiping God in spirit and in truth, having a little strength, uh, holding, holding things down in spite of whatever comes their way, and has not denied the name of Christ. On the other hand, the harlot are those who are compromising, rewriting scriptures, uh, rewriting the laws of God, ordaining same-sex marriage, everything that's contrary, but yet still acting as if they're holy. They're going about doing and being and having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, their powers. You see, sin will always cause you to lose your power in Christ because the Bible says Satan can't divide Satan and the house that's divided divided against itself cannot stand. So how can the devil cast out himself? He's divided within himself. We can see people who confess Jesus as Lord but yet are powerless. And as it relates to being a true follower or disciple of Christ, there should be a distinct difference between us and the world. 
And that distinction should be based on our culture, our morals, our values, and most of all, our love. The love of God, having bowels of mercy and a heart of compassion. But in the midst of all of this, there will always be spots in the middle of our feast. And those are the hypocrites who try to blur the lines. They have on the robe of Christ, and again, they're confessing Jesus as Lord, but it's the spots, the sin on their robe that makes Christianity, Christianity distasteful. It turns people away from Christ because they look at the hypocrites and say, if that's what being a Christian is about, I don't want any parts of it. And I don't blame them. But there is a more severe punishment for the hypocrites than it is the sinners. Let's take a look. I'm going to be reading from Matthew chapter 24, verse 51. Matthew 24 Verse 51, if you have your Bibles, take the time to turn and read this scripture. See, people think they they can play with God and there's no recompense. But there's a day coming that there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Matthew 24, bear with me as I turn there. Verse 51. Matthew 24. No, I'm sorry. It's Matthew 24, verse 50. It talks about how the master of that servant will come on a day when he is not looking for him and at an hour that he is not aware of and will cut him in two. What? Cut him in two and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites, and there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So you see, it's better if you're going to be a sinner, get on one side of the tracks. Stop trying to sit at the table with God one day and then at the table with Satan and his followers the next. You either make the tree bitter or sweet. And the cross of Christ is not designed to destroy our souls, but to crucify the flesh, the affections and the lust thereof. There's no way you can successfully and faithfully follow Christ without crucifying the flesh. That's what Christianity is all about. So if you want to start having better relationships with people, you have first got to be reconciled to God. Confess Jesus as Lord and Savior. Take up your cross and crucify your flesh and the works thereof. Jesus said when he comes back, he's coming back for a church without spot 
or without blemish. And he also said that, that the righteous would scarcely be saved because what's taboo is the churches are not really telling people how severe it is and how crucial it is and how how straight and how narrow the way and the gate that leads to eternal life. They're uh, leading people to believe that that road is broad. I mean, all you got to do is confess Jesus as Lord. But that's not it. There's It's a three-step process. There's salvation, repentance, and regeneration. And not too many people make it through the regeneration. It's a lifetime process. But as I conclude this episode, the one thing that I want you to take away from this episode is the fact that it all starts with reconciliation, being reconciled to God and knowing that if you plan on walking those streets of God, you have got to overcome the world like Christ did by crucifying your flesh. I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you've gleaned something from this podcast lesson. Uh, I'd like to ask that you tune in and join me on the next episode as we go a little further and talking about it's all about relationships. Until next time, signing out as Prophetic Voice 1966. Peace and blessings to you guys.